0: Diaries Podcast Hare Krishna everyone, we are continuing to read The Nectar of Devotion, the book by His Divine Grace Bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Today we will start chapter 25, Devotees of Krishna But before we start it, um, yesterday We were reading chapter 24, Further Traits of Krishna. There was a quality um, which is um, dependable. And there was something I mentioned, that there is a joke that if you ask Krishna for a material desire, he will fulfill it in a way that you will never ask for it again. And uh, actually, just today, I was listening to a recent latest class by uh, His Holiness Nirajana Swami Maharaj, and he was mentioning this, and, and actually it's not just a meaning joke, it's uh, something that is quoted in Chaitanya Sritamrita, which is originally quoted in Srimad Bhagavatam. Now it's usually um, circulating around devotees as a joke. As something like, you know But um, actually, I would like to just spend a couple of minutes discussing this point Because uh, the roots of this, or like the idea of behind this statement Is in Srimad Bhagavatam, and I would like to make myself clear So, Bhagavatam, uh, Canto 5, Chapter 19, Text 27 it says that the Lord fulfills the material desires of a devotee who approaches him with such motives. He fulfills. Coma. But he does not bestow benedictions He does not bestow benedictions upon the devotee that will cause him to demand more benedictions again. Meaning that if you ask for a material desire that will entangle you that will keep you hooked for lifetime after lifetime and this and that he will not bestow such a benediction and then it says however the lord willingly gives the devotee shelter at his own lotus feet even though such a devotee such a person does not aspire for it and that shelter satisfies all his desires that is the supreme personality special mercy so meaning he will not fulfill material desires in a way that you will keep asking for them again because this is the business of maya material nature right because since time immemorial we've been in this material world trying to enjoy sense gratification desiring this desiring that Um, Dukhalaya Shashvatam, chewing the chewed, everything. So, the desires that will get us into this never ending vicious cycle, Krishna will not fulfill them, but instead, He will give shelter at His feet, meaning that you will find solace or shelter from that desire. Because you know what is material desire? It's it's a it's a, some some need or requirement or that burning aspiration. And if you take shelter of the Lord, either He will fulfill it, or if it's bad for you, He will give you shelter of His lotus feet, and you will be satisfied. All of your. Like, true desires will be satisfied. So, in this way, you know? Again, in any circumstance, (laughs) whatever desires you have, always approach the Lord. Yeah. Because either He will fulfill it, or He will give you something better. Which is Himself. (laughs) And you will be satisfied in either case, (laughs) yeah. And anyway, you know, in Isha Panishad, it says that the Lord fulfills desires of living entities since time immemorial. So no matter whom we approach, material nature, Maya, we're, I don't know, demigods, whoever, it's the Supreme Lord who gives the final sanction. And it, it has been him who was actually fulfilling our desires since time immemorial. But he was doing it as a um, non-biased, what do you call it? Um, Yeah, non-biased, right? He was not... He was a Paramatma, so he was witnessing and allowing, like that. But as Krishna, if we approach him as the Supreme Person, then the situation changes. And this is what this verse of Bhagavatam tells us. So now let us get back to chapter 25, the devotees of Krishna. A person who is always absorbed in Krishna consciousness is called a devotee of Krishna. Shrila Rupa Goswami says that all the transcendental qualities discussed previously are also found in the devotees of Krishna. The devotees of Krishna can be classified into two groups. Those who are cultivating devotional service in order to enter into the transcendental kingdom and those who are already in the perfectional stage of devotional service. A person who has attained the stage of attraction for Krishna and who is not freed from the material impasse, but who has qualified himself to enter into the kingdom of God is called Sadhaka. Sadaka means one who is cultivating devotion in Krishna consciousness. The description of such a devotee is found in the 11th canto, 2nd chapter, verse 46 of Srimad Bhagavatam. It is said that a person, it is said there that a person who has unflinching faith in the and love for the Personality of Godhead, who is in friendship with devotees of Krishna, and who is very merciful to the ignorant, raising them to the standard of devotional service, and who is uninterested in non-devotees, is considered to be situated in the position of cultivating devotional service. When one is found shedding tears by hearing of the pastimes of the Lord, it is to be understood that the blazing fire of material existence will be extinguished by such watering. Wow, so beautiful. When there is shivering of the body and the hairs of the body stand up, it is to be understood that the devotee is nearing perfection. An example of a sadhaka cultivating devotional service is Bilvamangala Thakur. When a devotee is never tired of executing devotional service and is always engaged in Krishna conscious activities, constantly relishing The transcendental mellows in relationship with Krishna. He is called perfect. This perfectional stage can be achieved in two ways. One may achieve the stage of perfection by gradual progress in devotional service or one may become perfect by the causeless mercy of Krishna, even though he has not executed all the details of devotional service. There is the following nice statement in the 3rd canto, 15th chapter, verse 25 of the Srimad Bhagavatam, describing a devotee who achieves perfection by regularly executing devotional service. person who is freed from the false egotism of material existence, or an advanced mystic, is eligible to enter into the kingdom of God known as Vaikuntha. Such a mystic becomes so joyful by constant execution of the regulative principles of devotional service that he thereby achieves the special favor of the Supreme Lord. Yamaraj, the mighty superintendent of death, is afraid to go near such a devotee. So we can imagine the potency of advanced devotional service, especially when devotees sit together and engage in talking of the pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Those devotees express their feelings in such a way that they automatically melt with ecstasy. And many transcendental symptoms become manifested in their bodies. Anyone desiring advancement in devotional service must follow in the footsteps of such devotees. Prahlad Maharaj said that No one can attain the transcendental stage of devotional service without bowing down before exalted devotees. Learned sages like Markandeya Rishi attained perfection in devotional service simply by executing such regulative principles of service. A person's achieving perfection in Devotional service simply by the causeless mercy of the Lord is explained in Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam in connection with the brahmanas and their wives who were engaged in performing yāgya or sacrifice. When the wives of the brahmanas were favored by Lord Krishna and immediately attained the ecstasy of love of Godhead, their husbands said Quote, how wonderful it is that although these women have undertaken no reformatory performances, such as accepting the sacred thread, have not resided in the monasteries of the spiritual master, have not observed the strict principles of celibacy, have not undergone any austerities, and have not philosophized upon the observance of ritualistic ceremonies. They still have attained the favor of Krishna, which is aspired after even by great mystics. How wonderful it is that these women have attained such perfection, while we, although brahmanas, who have performed all the reformatory activities. Cannot attain to this advanced stage. Cannot attain to this advanced stage. There is a similar statement by Narada addressed to Shukadeva Goswami quote, My dear Shukadeva Goswami, you never took the trouble to reside under the care of a spiritual master, and yet you have attained such a great status of transcendental knowledge. You never took the trouble to undergo severe austerities, and still, how wonderful it is that you have been situated in the most perfect stage of love of Godhead." Shukadeva Goswami and the wives of the Brahmanas performing yagya are vivid examples of devotees who have achieved the perfectional stage of devotional service by the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Next section Eternal Perfection Persons who have achieved eternal blissful life exactly on the level of Sri Krishna and who are able to attract Lord Krishna by their transcendental, loving service are called eternally perfect. The technical name is Nitya Siddha. There are two classes of living entities, namely Nitya Siddha and Nitya Baddha. The distinction is that the nitya siddhas are eternally krishna conscious without any forgetfulness whereas the nitya buddhas or eternally conditioned souls are forgetful of their relationship with krishna the position of the nitya siddhas is explained in the padma purana in connection with the Narration of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Satyabhama Devi. The Lord tells Satyabhama, My dear Satyabhama Devi, I have descended to this earthly planet by the request of Lord Brahma and other demigods. Those who are born into this family of Yadu are all my eternal associates. My dear wife, you should not consider that my associates are ever separated from me. They are my personal expansions, and as such you must know that they are almost as powerful as I am. Because of their transcendental qualities, they are very, very dear to me, as I am very, very dear to them. Anyone. Unquote. Anyone who becomes exhilarated by hearing of the pastimes of Lord Krishna when he was present on this earth with his associates is to be understood as siddha, eternally perfect. In the 10th canto, 14th chapter, verse 32 of Srimad Bhagavatam, there is this statement quote, How wonderful are the fortunate residents of Vrindavana, such as Nanda and the other coward men? The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Brahman, has actually become their intimate friend. Hmm. Nanda and the Cowherd Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a similar statement is there in the 10th canto 26th chapter verse 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam when Lord Krishna lifted Govardhan hill the coward men under the protection of Lord Krishna became Struck with wonder and went to Nanda Maharaj and inquired from him, quote, My dear Nanda Maharaj, how is it that we are so intensely attached to Krishna and that Krishna is so affectionately attached to us? Does it mean that He is the super soul of everyone? Unquote all of the residents of Vrindavana and Dvaraka, namely the cowherd men and the members of the Yadu family are eternally perfect devotees of the Lord. As the Lord descends by his causeless mercy upon this planet, so in order to help in the pastimes of the Lord, these devotees also come here. They are not ordinary living entities or conditioned souls. They are ever liberated persons, associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And just as Lord Krishna behaves like an ordinary man when he descends to this planet, so the members of the Yadu dynasty and the residents of Vrindavan execute activities just like ordinary men. But they are not ordinary men they are as liberated as Lord Krishna himself. In the Padma Purana Uttarakhand section it is stated, Just as Lord Ramachandra descends along with Lakshman, an expansion of Sankarsana, and Bharat, an expansion of Pradyumna, so the members of the Yadu dynasty and the coward men of Vrindavana Also, descend with Lord Krishna in order to join in the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. When the Supreme Lord returns to his eternal abode, his associates return with him to their respective places. As such, these ever liberated Vaishnavas are not bound by the material laws of birth and death, unquote. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita by the Lord himself, his birth, deeds and activities are all transcendental. Similarly, the birth, deeds and activities of the associates of the Lord are also transcendental. And as it is an offense to consider oneself to be Krishna, so it is also offensive to consider oneself to be Yashoda, Nanda or any other associate of the Lord. We should always remember that they are transcendental, they are never conditioned souls. It is described that Krishna, the enemy of Kamsa, has 64 transcendental qualities, and all of the ever-liberated souls who accompany the Lord have the first 55 of the qualities, without any doubt. Aha, here it is, right? Because it, it was said that living entities, all living entities, have fi- up to 50. Right? That was all living entities. They have that in minute form. That's you and I. <laughs> but here it says that liberated souls have 55. Without any doubt. 55. Such devotees are related to the Supreme Personality of Godhead in any of the five transcendental mellows, namely neutrality, servitorship, friendship, parenthood, and conjugal love. These relationships with the Lord are eternal, and therefore Nitya Siddha devotees do not have to strive to attain the perfectional stage by executing regulative devotional principles, they are eternally qualified, To serve Krishna. Jai Up to fifty-five. Okay. Need to see the devotees eternally qualified? We shall stop here for today. Tomorrow we shall begin the next chapter entitled Stimulation for Ecstatic Love. Now we have crossed half of Nectar of Devotion now. And we're still going on. We're continuing. Let's see if we will read the whole book or we will stop at some point as I mentioned before. But so far I feel confident that uh confident to read the these chapters in the podcast in the open audience. Yeah, but it's pure nectar, it's really, really wonderful. Okay, see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links Previous episode's timeline and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com, the link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow.